We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome Twenty minutes a day. 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What is up, Green Bay Packers fans? Welcome back to another edition of the Pack a Day Podcast, the Edge edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. Also, the good Lord, is it the freaking draft yet? podcast i am your host jacob morley you can find me on twitter at jacob morley and i am joined today as always by my co-host ross uglum and ross we are talking some pass rushers today guys that get after the quarterback guys that make plays the arch nemesis of the packers for so many years when they had one aaron charles rogers playing at the height of his career can you ever have too many of these guys ross no i'd build the whole plane out of them you know what i mean um, I'm, yep. I, I love edge rushers. Um, I love them in all shapes and sizes, though the Packers seem to kind of have their shape slash size that they like. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're so versatile, uh, the way you can use these guys that, that actually have the juice, right. You know, your Zadarius Smith types that, that, that can line up over a guard, your Rashawn Gary types that can run through your face, your technician types or your you know your spin move guys your speed rushers like I, I i just eat it up man i love it all and and uh, uh really enjoy scouting the the edge rusher uh, position feel like i've had pretty good success there um you know from a hit rate perspective and i i just enjoy it i, I do I, I like kind of figuring out ways that that these guys can win yeah, and I think last year a guy that maybe the Packers went away from their norms a little bit was was Kingsley in Igbare because he is not your typical, you know, freakazoid athlete that they have tended to go after. But you talked about the technician. And He's I think they just got to 
they just got to the point in the fifth round where they're like, hey, he's too good. He is too good to still be sitting there. Just take him. And I think that's good process for the Packers and, and something that you would hope that they would do if they just really liked a kid. And uh, they went after him. Um, before we jump into some of these guys, it's been interesting the what they have done with their visits because we're still seeing some of the – you know the the freak athletes and the the kid from Northwestern who I'm not even going to pronounce uh, even attempt to pronounce his name. Uh, they had him in for a visit. They had uh, Keon White in for a visit, and we'll talk about him because he scares me to death. Uh, and then they also had the Will McDonald kid in for a visit out of Iowa State, who is not a Packers type in the sense of he is light. Uh, so maybe a changing of the guard for the Packers. But uh, before we get into those guys, like what what do you make of that, Ross? And looking at this specific position, they have liked a certain type of pass rusher. Uh, but are there ways that you can kind of get around having different bodies in the room? And is that even maybe a good thing or something that a team uh, could utilize? And, and how would you utilize those types of guys, like say you have a Rashawn Gary, a Preston Smith, a Kingsley, and Igbari, and then a Will McDonald or a Nolan Smith type. Like, how do you fit all those guys into the same room and get the most out of each of them? Uh, you unfortunately, you need a creative defensive coordinator. That's that's the not great part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little late on uh, that. Uh, yeah. You're, yeah, but, but they've, I, they've shown that they I, could do it, right? To a degree, they have. You know, um, I'm trying to think. Like, you know, Barry did change things up as the season wore on last year. Like, I think he does deserve some credit there in, in that regard. Uh, but that was mostly coverages. I think the way that he did things on the back end. Um, but, but I guess you could, Ross. You could also make the argument that. He didn't have the ponies to do it last year either to really change right. things up when you're yeah. rolling out Preston and Kingsley. Um, so maybe may, and maybe that's the plan. Maybe that's why they're like, hey, go go bring me a Nolan Smith. Go bring me a Will McDonald so I can be more creative in my fronts. And, and I guess we're fixing to find out if that's going to be the case or not if they do take one of these guys. But, um, it no, you know, nonetheless, it is, it is very interesting just what they've been doing. Um, but – Ross, talk to me about let's let's just say uh, you are Brian Gutenkunst, and before we really dive into these edge rushers, and the the obvious guys are gone, right? Like I think, and honestly, I think the only two guys you can really say with any type of certainty that will be gone are Will McD- or not Will, Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson. The you know obviously Will Anderson from Alabama. Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. I would assume both those guys will not be on the board at pick 15. But if everyone else is available to you, Ross, who is who is like your dream scenario pick at 15 if they're going to pick an edge rusher? So if it was an edge guy, uh, for me it would be Miles Murphy. I'm, I'm extremely high on Miles Murphy. Um, and, and we'll see, you know, I guess where the uh, – do we do we not have? I got to check here before I talk. I feel like we do have incomplete testing data for him, right? We do. He didn't broad jump, but 
with everything else that he did, I would assume he would hit his broad jump numbers because that's that is legit. Like the only thing he didn't do is broad jump. His sure. his, his his explosive numbers were were nice, and I think more than anything, that's what the Packers value at that position is. Do you have the density mixed in with the explosive explosive numbers and explosiveness on the field? No, he he actually had a poor vert. Oh, he, he had a crazy elite short shuttle and ran his ass off at six, five. What was his vert? Do you have that in front of you? 31. Ooh. Hmm. Interesting. And like you said, didn't broad, um, but probably, agility, smart then. probably smart not to broad. He probably jumped at 31 and said, Oh, but yeah. agilities were excellent. Specifically the short shuttle and the 40 time is awesome. And, and I know that, you know, it's not a, that's not something you love or you know you're you're obsessed about but the he is uh something else at 275 really um i yeah so I, i've i've heard on on murphy that the nfl is actually not super high on him like he is a guy that might be sitting there you know all the car office last year yeah. which I think George Karloftis, uh, you know, the guy, the kid from Purdue ended up as a chief. He's a Super Bowl champion right now, you know, and had, and had a very good rookie year. So I have, I, think, I have I have PFF's draft guide up just right in front of me here. Uh-huh. Guess who Miles um, Murphy's player comp is from Mike Renner? George Karloftis? Rashawn Gary. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, you look at – so with, with Murphy and Gary – they are both guys that are not maybe the, – you talked about technicians. I don't think they're really technicians. I think they're just I'm going to overwhelm you, play in and play out. And I'm going to I'm gonna outwork you and I'm going to out-athlete you. And very rarely can guys get away with that. Yeah, because Murphy is technically not very good. But he'll run through your face, which is yeah. fun. <laughs> which which is, is fun. fun. And – and I think it's our but our buddy Westendorf that always says like, "What's better than having one Rashawn Gary? Two, having two, having yeah. two, yeah." And, and certainly so. I think you know, for me with this edge class, and one of the guys that I think I would pound the table for and be the most excited about um, at pick fifteen. You know, obviously Jackson Smith and Jigba is one of them. I think Paris yep. Johnson is another one, and then for me, Nolan Smith, I out of Georgia, yeah. I. I fell in love with his tape um, and really didn't let myself kind of go down that path just because he's so small. And I just assumed like, I, he's not going to be a Packer and there are players littered all over this board. Like we've talked about a lot of different positions. We've talked about a lot of different guys. Um, like for me, like people brought up like Marvin Mims is a name that people bring up and they're like, do you not like him? It's like, dude, I love Marvin Mims, but he's not going to be a Packer. Right. So like I just don't talk about him because I just don't think he's going sure. to be one. Josh Downs, another guy like that, probably not gonna yes. be a Packer. Ooh, I know. Love the kid though. Yeah. So for me, like with Nolan Smith, that's kind of what I was where I where I was at. I was like, man, this guy, I love this kid's tape. Um, love everything about him. Love that he is like the spokesperson for Georgia football. And he is a locker room guy. You talk to any of his teammates, you talk to his coaches, and they will all go to bat for him for his character and his work ethic and and what he brings not only on the football field but in the locker room as well. Um, he knocked his interviews out of the park. 
um, either on the open podium or from what I've heard behind doors with teams in meetings. And then you turn on the film and it is, I mean, it is a, it is Clay Matthews esque when you watch this kid play, just a relentless pursuer of the football. And he matches that with really, really, really good athleticism. And a lot of people, I don't think, you know, maybe, maybe it's a skin color thing as well, but a lot of people did not give Clay the, the credit he deserved as an athlete, you know, because oh, he was a, a he was he was a freak athlete and he was yeah. he was a hustle guy. Um, but Nolan Smith is, is very similar in that regards where he's a freak athlete and a hustle guy as well. And if he was the if he were to be the pick at 15, to me, that would be fascinating because he does represent like maybe a changing of the guard at the edge position for the Packers and maybe a chance for Joe Barry to to do some things that maybe he's wanted to do in the past, but he couldn't because he didn't have a player like him. Um, I guess, you know, that's and something. He really has, has had guys like that in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so that's and, and so maybe that's what Barry wants to do. And even uh, you could probably go back to his time in Detroit, too. I don't know what he had there, but uh, probably. I don't know. You know. They were they were own sixteen, so probably not much. But in any case, when they brought in Will McDonald, that kind of opened the door for me on Nolan Smith in a weird yes. way because it's like, well, Will McDonald's small, Nolan Smith is small, and you talk about broad jumps. They are both like, I think Will McDonald's like a ninety ninth percentile broad jumper, and Nolan is close. He's like ninety eight, ninety seven. And I, I do think they really, really value that broad jump because they value the explosive athlete. So um, that would be, you know, my guy in the first round. But what's fun about this edge class, Ross, is the the thing people like to talk about is like, hey, if you want a, a pass rusher, you got to get them early, and that is true. I subscribe to that. But in this year's draft class, there's some there's some dudes on in round two that could very well be sitting there at forty five. Um, and one of them is is a guy that you and I are both pretty familiar familiar with, uh, playing in Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, can you talk to me a little bit about uh, Felix F A U? I can't say his full name, uh, but talk to me about this kid at at pick forty five. Potentially, I think it would be a little bit surprising if he was there at forty five. But yeah. I'll say it now. I'll say it a hundred times. Picks. Pick 12 to 60, like nothing is really going to surprise me who's there, who isn't. So talk to me about Felix. Um, I really like him. Uh, he, he really, really, really broke out in 2021 and was was quite, quite excellent. Um, and that was as a true sophomore, by the way. Super bendy. Uh, I enjoy kind of his, his uh, toolbox, if you will. Um, I, I, I like – the way that he sort of gets it um, very, very bendy um, on tape. Now we don't really have testing data for him, which stinks. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to run through anybody's face, but the Packers have plenty of guys that, that run through faces. Right. Um, and he's good with his hands. Uh, and, and he's, he's kind of like Gumby with his ankles and his knees. And I like that hips, knees and ankles with a lot of flexibility. Uh, I, I have, enjoyed my time watching uh fau and and would would very much welcome him in a packers uniform for sure 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was talking to a media friend the other day and I was saying FAU reminds me of like a gassed up Kingsley and Igbare. Yeah. You talk about like, you know, cause, because I think the handwork is really good. I think he's got a pretty deep bag as far as his pass rush plan, but then you sprinkle in some of the, some of the flexibility that Enigbare doesn't have. You sprinkle in some of the, you know, the explosiveness that, uh, Inigbare doesn't have a ton of. He's not like he's not explosive, but like Felix is just that kid and he's that dude. And I think the Packers have done some off the wall stuff in the first round that has worked out for them, really. Uh, they've been really good in the first round, you know, all things considered. I know there are certain things you can point to to be like, yeah, well, they drafted this guy. Every, every regime has that. But FA, like Felix would be a guy at 15 that would be all just off the wall enough to to be surprising because we didn't talk about it a ton, but we would look back on it and probably pretty quickly be able to realize why they did it. Um, so that that would be an interesting one to me. Um, I'm going to talk to you, Ross, about two guys that scare the daylights out of me and are very much Packers types. And when I say scare the daylights out of me, it is in tears. The first one is Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. He doesn't, like at 45, yeah, pick 45. If you want to take Isaiah Foskey, do it all day long. That That is, I think, where he needs to go. But again, this kid was getting like round one buzz preseason. And in certain circles, it's still getting that kind of buzz. At pick 15, that would that would terrify me. I think he is, you know, he's got the he's got the athletic measurables that you like. He's got the athletic measurables the Packers love. I mean, he is a you know five star first tier Packer all day long as far as athletic measurables go. Uh, from a blue blood program, 
the whole nine yards, has the stats, all that stuff. I just don't see it as a pass rusher with him to be picked that high. And the guy that absolutely scares me to death, Ross, and I want you to talk to me about this guy, is Keon White out of Georgia Tech. Someone that the Packers had in for a top 30 visit. And I will say this about him. I don't like to talk I don't like to talk ill of prospects. I don't, because I root for all these guys and I want them all to be successful. But I don't get it. I don't get it when I watch him. Pick 15, I would vomit. Pick 45, <laughs> I still would feel sick to my stomach. I would start feeling comfortable with him like at pick 78. And I've heard some people talk about, like, I mean, DJ had him like in his top 30 earlier, yeah. like in this draft process. What am I missing? He's also old. What am I missing, Ross? You're, you're missing the projection. And I, I'm with you on the old thing. Projection. I, so he's when he, he's going to be 30 in three years. Uh, calm down. Calm down. Let's let's not spread misinformation. Um, he's my number 32 overall player. Uh, 6'5", 285, running a 4.79 with a 34-inch vert and a 9.09 broad. Uh, Raz at defensive tackle of 9.92. He's a you want to run that as an edge? We can. And I'm going to get 9.55 for you. Because his so why height doesn't that Why doesn't that any of that show up on tape? That's my question for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as down on his tape as you are. Um, you know, he started off at a, as a tight end. Um so that's part of it. You know, you talk about his age, um, literally learning how to play football, uh, was at Old Dominion before he transferred to Georgia Tech. And uh, I, I, I think you can move him all over. Um, again, he's a project uh, for sure. Missed most of 2021. But humans – just aren't built like that. And I think they think they can teach him. Uh, the problem with Keon white though, it's, it, it, it is tough to see how he might fit into like your plan. And, and maybe your plan is just to keep acquiring guys that you think can be like elite. Right. And, and I, I, I can see that for him, you know, I, I can, and I know whatever, you know, you, you don't agree or <laughs> what have you, but, um, I, I do see that that for him in that if he gets with a good coach, do they have those in Green Bay on defense? I'm not sure. But if he gets with a good coach, the, the tools are there. I mean, he is an alien, an alien's alien. There's no question about it. Um, and so I totally get – now, 15's a little rich, right? And, you know, if the Packers take him at 45, 41, or 42, whatever they have coming in from the Jets, if they have anything coming in from the Jets, it's like, all right, well, he still has to be with that second group of edges, right? When Preston and Rashawn come off the field, like, you still have to team him up with with uh, Kingsley if you're not going to play him a little bit at D-TAC. Um, but, man, I think, man, that's your, that's your matchup guy. Like him or – and they might be looking for your matchup guy. Because I think him or the Northwestern kid, he, he's a guy that you you send Kenny Clark out there and you send Devontae Wyatt out there and you want a five-man front? 
okay, well, our Havoc Reekers are Preston, Rashawn, and the Northwestern kid, or Preston, Rashawn, and Keon White. And you're right in that I think that you, you're onto a little bit of something in that they are at least fishing around a different way of getting after the quarterback, whether it's a short or, you know, whether it's a kind of a guy you reduce inside, like a Lucas Van Ness, like a, a Northwestern kid, <laughs> like a, like a Keon white or a true blitzer from the off ball position, like a, uh, maybe even a Drew Sanders, who I don't know how much they're sniffing around him, but, or a uh, uh, Keon white, uh, not excuse me, not Keon White, uh, Nolan Smith, or uh, Will McDonald, who you would maybe come send screaming off the edge, but also maybe play him off the ball and bring him that way. Like they are at least poking around at the non-traditional edges, right? And 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 big edges are just as not you know big edges are on the menu potentially just as much as the little ones are. Yeah, and and they are, and I think the matchup stuff is interesting because the matchup can go either way. Right. Like maybe if Nolan Smith is the matchup guy as like your small speed rusher, um, at a Tame, at a Tame Wa, at a Barre, the Northwestern kid, um, could very much be your matchup guy on the other end of the spectrum. And that's my whole thing is like, man, if you're going to take a raw prospect like that, take someone like at a Barre who is. He's younger. I think his tape is better. He had a great week at the Senior Bowl. Like that's that's my guy. If you're going to take a, a freaky edge tight that can play all over the line of scrimmage for you, and if you want to go to some of those four three looks, you know those even fronts can definitely do some of that for you as well. Um, another guy you talked about that I think we need to mention is Luke, Lucas Van Ness, the Iowa kid. And yes, sir. He, he is someone that I don't think has gotten a lot. I mean, he, he is very much a Packer type, but if they take him, it would be like, oh, he's the kid they just didn't talk to throughout this prospect process. Like, he's the guy that they had earmarked since February, and they just were like, now nah, we're good. We know, we know enough about this kid. We're, we're going to take him if he's there, and they felt that way for a long time. Um, another interesting guy because he – Played a, a bunch of snaps for Iowa, but did not start and did not play like a traditional edge type role. So he could be very much another guy that's in that mold of someone that, hey, we want to play him at five tech. We want to play him at edge. We want to be able to line him up inside and just wreak havoc. So he's another guy that I think is worth keeping an eye on for the Packers. And he's someone that has been talked about a lot from the get go just because it seems like the Iowa to Green Bay pipeline has been strong and it's typically worked out for the Packers. So uh, that would be cool. I, I would be, I'd be very, I'd be, I'd be happy with Lucas Van Ness. I would be cool with it. Um, he, it wouldn't be like a backflip type pick, but it would, I'd be happy with it. And uh, uh, another guy, actually, I'm just going to kick it to you, Ross, because Ross, if, you know, as we wrap this thing up last year, Kingsley Enigbare was someone that you had you had really liked. Yeah. And once he was he was still here on day three. He was big time for me. Yeah. I remember at the, the beginning of day three, you're like, why is this kid still on the board? Please take him. Please take yeah. him. 
please take him. And then they did. <laughs> and so is there anyone, you know, is there anyone like that, I guess, in this class that, and I guess it's hard to say because I don't think any of us would have projected Kingsley to go and slide like he did. But is there anyone in this year's draft class that you're just like, man, I really like this kid. And I, and I don't know why he's not getting more love. Um, you know, it's tough, obviously, to say that, uh, right, like, until somebody doesn't right. know. <laughs> right, you could be like, hey, I really like Zach Harrison, you know, or yeah. whatever, and, it, right. and then he goes at pick 43, and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess everyone. Well, that's where he should have gone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, Miles Murphy is one, but, like, he'll go, you know. I mean, I think I'm yeah. higher on him than most. Um. Uh, I I don't hate Foskey the way that some people hate Foskey. He's my 50th overall player. Um, I kind of get it with him. Uh, yeah, that's a it's a good question. Of let me let me throw a name at you that I I recently watched this kid because okay. he is a tier he is a tier one packer and okay. he is someone that meets a lot of their thresholds and he. The way he was used kind of reminded me of Preston Smith, and that's the Isaiah McGuire kid out of Mizzou. How familiar are you with him, um, and, and do you have any thoughts on him? McGuire? Mm-hmm. I like him. Uh, I like him-ish. Um, I have him bunched up kind of with Xavier Thomas uh, out of Clemson and Nick Hampton from App State. Isaiah McGuire is my 140th overall player. Uh, if that kind of gives you a realm of where uh, I have him roughly, right? Uh, I I get it. Um, I, I, I like his bend. For a kid that's 6'4", 275, I do like his bend, which is important. The, the RAS was okay. Um you know, like he's got strangely small hands. Um, and his three cone was seven three nine, which is not great. And the forty of four seven six also just fine. Again, ninetieth percent. His his jumps were really good. Okay, I, I mean I'll buy that, right? Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, and so I thought because uh, with him, like his agilities were not great, but when you turn on the tape. Like he's a guy that can drop in coverage and and did not look terrible at it. And that's why I kind of get like the Preston Smith vibes from him. Because for how big Preston is, like he has no business being as fluid in coverage as he is and having a feel. Like the thing with Preston is I think he has a pretty good feel in coverage. Like if that makes sense. You know, some guys are good athletes, but they just kind of get lost when they put when you put them in space. He he looks comfortable to me. And so you know, we have him ranked. I mean, leaving Laura, he's 196 in the guide. Like, he's barely a top 200 guy. But when you just talk about those day three, you know, take a flyer on a guy type pick, that's that's who I like is someone like him that has a lot of the tools that you covet and has shown some stuff on tape. He's got some really, I'll, I'll, he's got some really bad tape too. Uh, and that's why he's ranked where he is. But with a kid like that, you know, the saying goes, if you can do it once, you can do it again. And I think he's someone that if you get him into the right coaching, you know, scheme, he could he could be something. And I actually do think the Packers have a good uh, 
edge coach. I forget what his name is, which is not a great, uh, <laughs> it's not a great endorsement, but you know, he's the guy, what's his, but the guy from Jacksonville, I mean, he's got some impressive guys like under his belt. Like he's the guy that, um, you're talking about Rebrovich. Yeah. He's, he's got Ngakwe under his belt. He's got, uh, Dwayne Smoot under his belt, Josh Allen, you know, like these guys that, you know, obviously Josh Allen was a top 10 pick, but, other guys that were later round picks that, that were really good athletes that he developed into functional to good NFL football players. So I think he's a good coach, um, but we'll see the edge. The edge position is always interesting. I'm sure there's plenty of guys that uh, we left off this list as well, but uh, that is that for now. We are going to catch you guys again here next week. Uh, it'll be our last time talking pre-draft on this show, which thank God. I, I just have to say, Ross, I am it's at that time of year where it's very much let's just get let's just get the draft here. I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sick of hearing the rumors. I'm sick of hearing the lies and everything else that is hard to even believe right now. So uh let's get that draft here. Let's talk about some of the newest Green Bay Packers. Cannot wait for that. Uh, but uh we'll get to that soon enough. And until then, go pack go. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.